The Yielding Age of Faith Series, Book 2 Chapter 1 Stern Castle, England, February, 1157 By trickery they were had. Beatrix looked from her mother, who gripped the missive with trembling hands, to her sister who stared at the king's man with trembling mouth. Surely there is some mistake, Beatrix's mother protested. The king's man widened his stance, causing the dog sniffing at his boots to sidle away. No mistake, Lady Isabel. We are to escort one of your daughters to Brunecastle, upon the barony of Abingdale, where she will wed Baron Lavon. Past a throat so constricted it hurt, Beatrix dragged a sustaining breath. She knew what this was. King Henry's attempt to end the feuding between the Wolfriths and the Levons, and she knew why. Though the two families had once been allies, the relationship had become strained following the accident that forced the old baron to pass his title and lands into the hands of his inept eldest son, Geoffrey. When Beatrix's oldest brother had defiantly wed Lady Anne in Britain, whose betrothal the future King Henry had given to Geoffrey, it had gone from bad to worse. And worse yet, when Geoffrey's assault on Annan resulted in the loss of his own life. Thus, for the past three years, the Wolfrith lands had been plagued with raids and pillagings devised by Geoffrey's embittered father and younger brother as retribution for what they deemed an unjust death. And this was the solution, that the Wolfrith sealed up a sister in place of Annan. How King Henry must gloat to thus repay Gar Wolfrith for his defiance. The king's man cleared his throat. "'Tis for you to determine which of your daughters would join with Christian Lavon, my lady.' He glanced at Gaynor, dismissed her with a lift of his eyebrows, and settled an appreciative smile on Beatrix. She curled her hands into fists at his blatant disregard for Gaynor's feelings. "'My youngest has chosen the church,' Lady Isabel said, stepping to the edge of the dais. The man inclined his head. "'Aye, but she has yet to make a profession.' Though Beatrix felt her mother's disquiet deepen, Lady Isabel's voice was deceptively level when next she spoke. It is decided. After a long moment, the man sighed and once more looked to the oldest of the sisters. Then tis Lady Gaynor we shall have the privilege of escorting to Brown Castle. Guilt flushed Beatrix. True, eldest daughters usually wed first, but she ached for Gaynor, who had no say in whether or not she was the sacrifice King Henry demanded of the Wolfriths. And what a sacrifice! Beatrix's anger deepened at the thought of what Gaynor would endure wed to Geoffrey Lavon's brother, a man surely as cruel and vindictive as his infirm father. We shall avail ourselves of your hospitality this eve, the king's man said, and depart at first light. Beatrix could stand it no longer. With a snap of her skirt she stepped from the dais. It was planned. King Henry summoned my brother to London that our sister might be stolen away and wed to that miscreant. Beatrix, her mother hissed. Years ago, Beatrix would have heeded her. Indeed, would not so much as thought to challenge a man, but that was before Lady Anne and won Gar's heart. Since Beatrix had learned by her sister-in-law's example that women did, indeed, have the right to question wrong. Imagining what Anne would do, if not that she was laid abed above stairs, Beatrix halted before the king's man. Too late realising she should have remained on the dais that had placed her nearer his height, she strained her neck to look up at him. Is it not true that King Henry planned this, Sir Knight? He narrowed his lids, causing the torchlight reflected in his eyes to dim. I cannot speak to the king's intentions, my lady. I would carry out his orders. 
and this order is that I deliver one of Baron Wolfrith's sisters to Baron Levon, for the purpose of marriage. Beatrix looked to the man's entourage. It was comprised of a dozen men, half of whom were said to belong to Christian Levon. As with each time she turned her eyes in their direction, her attention was drawn to a young, fair-haired knight, whose gaze bore into hers with unsettling intensity. Though he was pleasing a face, something dark dwelt in his pale eyes. We shall require food and drink, the king's man said, and pallets upon which to pass the eve in your hall. Lady Isabel nodded. Of course. Beatrix swung around. But, mother, surely you will not allow— Enough, daughter. Our guests require hospitality, and we shall accord it as your brother would have us do. Beatrix drew a deep breath. As you say. She looked to Gaynor, who had fixed her gaze on the rushes strewn before the dais. Feeling her sister's churning and seeing it in the hands she bawled in her skirts, Beatrix stepped toward her. Well, I see to our guests' needs, Lady Isabel said. Accompany your sister above stairs and assist with her packing. Beatrix would have protested again, but the glimmer in her mother's eyes told that she had a plan. King Henry would soon learn it was no easy feat to steal a daughter from this woman, even though it was by marriage only that she laid claim to the Wolfrith name.